Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com We might just be in France, but this is global. These players are icons, their stories are noble in fact. Each story into the game is golden. It's way more than just a game. It's a player's story into the pitch and all that she overcame. It's football 2019 and this is its brand new face. Football Inside Out by Copper 90. up in the studio are you good yeah i'm good just at lax about to jump on a plane to france actually oh mate so excited absolutely buzzing are you ready i'm so ready let's go wonderful shot there by nadim take a bow a true inspiration on and off the pitch what a wonderful talent because you know i don't know what it is but i have this thing when people deny me something or tell me i can't do it then i want to do it even more when you win over that the feeling afterwards is freaking awesome and i i want to prove her wrong and i did fantastic pace down the wing by lisa diavada looks for the cross the ball in the goal ball goes in the box oh, oh what a wonderful goal assist there by lisa diavada there's no bigger sporting event in the world than going to a World Cup. That's the pinnacle of all sports. To represent your country and to be part of spying a nation, spying a little girl, there's no bigger honour than doing that. New Zealand now break forward. Ali Riley there, picking up the ball in centre midfield. Looking to spray it across to the right-hand side. A true captain there, the leader on and off the pitch. What a delivery. I mean, it's made me the person I am from being on a team with other girls and the person I am is all because I, I play football. Evans now on the ball, gets a one-two back. She gets the ball in the box and he's gone in. Oh, oh just wide died by Evans. What a wonderful shot there from the Arsenal forward. Everyone was crying. We've qualified, we've qualified. And just that feeling, just that sheer emotion of everything that you've worked for in your footballing career to actually go and qualify for the first World Cup. Unbelievable. I can't even put it into words. They're going to take a shot here, they do, oh, and he's been tipped over the bar with an incredible save. Welcome to Football Inside Out from Copa 90. Hello and welcome along to Inside Out, a brand new football and entertainment podcast from Copa 90. I'm Heath Pierce, a retired footballer. I actually had a chance to play with the national team for a little bit uh, in my career, <laughs> six years to be exact. Played around 
five different countries, but now I am uh, a future legend in the podcasting <laughs> space. And I'm with... Hi, I'm Monkey. Damn, that was quite an intro, dude. Yeah. I feel like mine's... I did not play for a national team, but I play for a pretty good team in London. And uh, my bread and butter is pressing buttons and making people jump around. My name's Monkey and I'm a DJ and I like football. Well, <laughs> guess what, Monkey? Over the next five weeks, we're going to bring you all the action from the Women's World Cup in 2019 and all the biggest storylines in world football, which is pretty amazing. We're going to bring you how football feels. At least we're going to attempt to give you the goosebumps, the shivers, the laughs, cheers, and hopefully not many tears, but some if it feels natural. Happy tears. Yeah, tears of joy. Tears of joy. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, we're going to be coming to you guys direct from Copa 90's clubhouse right in the center of Paris before heading to Lyon for the semifinals and the all-important final on the 7th of July. I'm excited. Five weeks in France with you, bro. You better get used to me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we should probably just set a goal of not hating each other yeah, by the that end, That would right? be a good goal. We'll build the foundation in love and we'll go from there. Okay. That yeah? sounds great. Uh, I think we should probably get to know each other a little bit better. So we've got some questions set up for one another. Some quick fire round questions. You ready? Yeah, I'm a bit concerned, but I'm ready. Which team is your money on to win the Women's World Cup? Oh, man. I mean, US, of course. <laughs> but honestly, what I witnessed, at least from afar, from the England squad in the last World Cup mm. last summer, it was life-changing for me and I had no skin in the game just in terms of seeing a country kind of rise and everybody come together around a giant party it was amazing yeah you know? how about yourself it's got to be England I mean bias or whatever but she believes cup gave me some serious confidence and um some bragging rights as well they've got to be one of the few favorites right yeah and then there's France as well I think France is gonna have a good uh, we're gonna have to talk about them at some point <sighs> you know they are hosting and We've seen what happens when hosts host. Um, Did you pick up two? You got one. Where does your love of football come from? It would be from, I don't, you know what? I don't even know because my family don't even like football, which is mad. My dad's side are all from North London and my cousins all support Arsenal. My granddad supports Arsenal. So that's why I support Arsenal. But I, I didn't really grow up with them much. So it wasn't from them. It was more just like, I remember seeing the lads play in the playground when I was younger. I was like five or six. And I was just really wanted to give it a go. So I just did. And, I, you know, you used to line up against the brick wall and there'd be two captains and one person would pick one person each. And this young kid called Russell West, big up Russell West, like didn't pick me last. And we were like best mates for years after that. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that not the most like cutthroat thing ever is, is as a child on the playground, <laughs> like the trauma that I think if you went back and everybody got therapy it would eventually track back to that time they were picked last. A real thing. But same thing for me. Like, my family didn't... If you were to ask my parents now, they're, they're experts, right? Yeah. Because, no yeah they've, got it. they've got all the answers to, to football. But I grew up in a very kind of uh, ethnic neighborhood back home in California with a lot of uh, Portuguese, Mexican, Italian farmers and then uh, Middle Eastern people. So there was like a real culture of football there. And not to say that we had like the greatest coaching, but we were always... Like all my friends growing up came from houses where their parents were like football was all that existed, right? And so that's sort of what made me get into the sport. And then falling in love was obviously being around all of us sharing these ex experiences together. Because certainly within my household, even though I have two brothers and a sister and playing sports together, it, it didn't come from like a culture within the house. It came from sort of the neighborhood, which is kind of cool. Because a lot of places in California don't have that. You know, a lot of places don't uh, are a little bit more 
<laughs> without saying something bad about, uh, <laughs> about where you grew up. just like very just other parts in california don't have that diversity where you have such a footballing culture within your neighborhood so we used to play in the street just the street i grew up in was like very small like as in small as in wasn't went very wide just like cars parked either side and everyone would just jump out on the street and play like doors would be open and stuff that's amazing and that's like so cool. stick some jumpers on the floor and make some goals i'm hoping someday that like that happens everywhere uh, especially in the u.s you know not just like on nice pitches somewhere with organized games that the culture really builds to a point where people just pop out into the neighborhood and they're playing in the street and it's like built and it's not curated to be that way, but it just naturally happens right. as, yeah. as a sport. I hope that, I hope it happens like that someday in the U S that was the difference I found not so much now. Cause they, you know, it's the standards have changed, but definitely like a few, some few years ago, the difference between like women's football in the States and women's football here was you guys had like a, a proper developed system. You guys were proper athletes, you know, you trained every day and here, like it wasn't such the case. We mainly played with like lads growing up. So like everyone was always trying to like do each other. Yeah. Oddly enough, in a lot of these interviews that we've done so far, which everyone's going to get to listen to mm. throughout the World Cup, one of the common themes of a lot of the women was that yeah, I played till I was 12 with boys or 14 with boys or however old. And you're right. The, the system was quite different in, in the U.S. because it was much more structured for a much longer time of, yeah. you know, mixing up the teams. But that's a just a different story for people to tell. But it was a more common theme here for people to saying, like, when I was asking to sort of tell me your story over this period, it was like, yeah, well, I played on all boys teams until this point. And then eventually I, I moved off. But it's not generally the same story you get at least in the States. Yeah, it's all different. All the stories have been different yeah. from every part of the world. Tell us one fact about you that people might not know. Oh man, actually, back in the day, there was a, a nice five, six year run where I had uh, dabbled in the old uh, DJ scene. Ah. Yeah, it wasn't very good, but I will say that the person that I bought my original like vinyl turntables from before they would sell me any sort of technology, things that I wanted to use, any Serato stuff, he was like, learn how to listen to music on vinyl first and gave me these stacks of vinyl. Learn how to like beat match on this and, and whatnot. And then after that, I'll teach you how to do other things. And it was actually a nice little foundation for music for me, but I wouldn't say I'm any good at it. But Did I, you learn to DJ on vinyl? Yeah, yeah. I learned yeah. to DJ on vinyl, mostly more on like hip hop stuff. And then I bought CDJs and then I thought that I was like this you know, up and coming thing uh, that quick, quickly died. But I still have them in my house as like decorations. You still have uh, them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I was going to bring them out here, but they're really heavy. Yeah. In a case. Have like, you ever I, like moved vinyl when you move yeah. house? Yeah. It takes like days. What's the one thing that nobody knows about you? I wouldn't say nobody knows, but like fun fact. Okay. I have a little pet rabbit and wow. his name's Thierry. Why Thierry? Henri. Oh. Hero. Okay. Absolute hero of mine. Yeah, I like that. So you associate your hero to a rabbit yeah no other way, way around but you know what i got told when i b bought him that he was like half french so that also kind of half french yeah like a french like breed <laughs> so it's like french passport nice <laughs> hasn't touched any french though at thierry the rabbit if you want to follow him on instagram just saying oh wow it's official all yeah, right let official. me let me let me let me pull another one from here then let's see here nice little segue who is your footballing hero uh did you do that on purpose? Yeah, no, I, I have all the answers to the test. Yeah, man, it's got to be Thierry Henry. Um, that Invincible season was like my peak childhood getting into, well, I was already well into football, but just like watching it all the time, playing it all the time. So that whole team. Mate, I got to take Perez to a football game the other week. Yeah? It was crazy. I don't get starstruck with music people, but athletes, I'm just like, you're sick. I played with him 
for a couple seasons. <laughs> just sticking it out uh, there. Just throwing that out there. So he's not my hero because, you know, you don't want to meet your heroes, I don't think. I'm a firm believer in not meeting your heroes or knowing your really? heroes. Meeting your heroes, fine. Knowing them, it takes away that mystique of, of, of them being a hero. But yeah, I played with him for a couple of years on the uh, New York Red Bulls. Great guy. But I would say my, oh man, footballing hero. Jeez. Uh, Roberto Carlos. Yeah. So in terms of the defensive position, attacking minded, getting into the attack, supporting in the attack instead of sort of this traditional sit back defender really changed the game. And it actually what I think is helped pave a career for myself. Big up Roberto. Yeah. Wait, whose goes it? Um, Yours. Is it? I just just drew one. All right. So how would your teammates best describe you? Oh, man. Probably as a shit stirrer, to be honest. A shit stirrer? Yeah. Well, be careful around you then. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but like I will find the issue in the locker room of two people having an argument. I'll step in as a moderator to act like I'm going to clean up this problem just... and I'll make it worse and then walk away and just sort of leave them to deal with it. Uh, so if two people are arguing about something, I'll bring the, the whatever it is that's going to add more fuel to the fire and then, and then just, just step watch. out and be like, watch from a distance. Yeah, not my problem. Not in a bad way, more in like an ornery way, not in like a... In an entertaining way. The second way. thing my teammates would say about me is that they love me. Okay, there it is, there yeah, it is. So the first is that I'm a oh. shit the second that they love me. So that's where you know where it's coming from. Um, what about you? Um, maybe a bit of a clown. Like I'm not very serious at training. I mean, I, am, I take training seriously, but I'm always like joking around, hitting people around the head with a football. My nickname for a couple of games was goat, but not because, you know, those goats that like freeze and pretend they've died. <laughs> yeah, I love those goats. My nickname on the, on the squad is peanut because I'm just tiny. Yeah. Basically. I'm 5'1", man. Come on. My parents are small. Give me a chance. Yeah. But you're a striker. I'm small, but mighty. Yeah. Low center of gravity. Get around. Exactly. People. Best player you've ever seen live or best player you've ever played against? I mean, I haven't played against any sort of amazing players that I can remember. I played against Joe Cole at the weekend. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. You <laughs> yeah. want to know a fun fact about that before? Go you, on. I was supposed to be Joe Cole that day. No way. And I backed out. You left. You were here. Yeah. And then you left. Yeah. And then I had to do other stuff and I couldn't go. Oh, right. And then Joe Cole filled in. Took my glory. They went on to win the championship, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But they had Joe Cole on their team. Come on. I would say the best, man, I've played against some good players, mostly with the national team. At the club level, I didn't really get to a a level where I was playing regularly against the top players, but I'd say the best performance I'd ever seen was playing against Brazil one summer and Ronaldinho was on the pitch. Everything he did was effortless. And again, you hear these cliches all the time in in football, but he was just having fun and no one could get near him. No one could get (laughs) the ball from him. Ref blew the whistle. He put it down, looked up behind him at the referee and while he was doing that, clipped the ball over the top for literally to put a guy into a breakaway in the first like 10 minutes of the match. And I was just like, this guy's from another planet. This is not normal. And so his performance, the entire match was incredible. And it was just the best performance I'd ever seen or witnessed in person. I told this story to Ashley Cole and, and Michael Essien like a year ago when we had them into the office. And I was saying, yeah, Ronaldinho, he, he was just laughing all the time. He was having so much fun. Every time he touched the ball, he was just laughing and laughing and having a good time while he was just taking the piss out of us. And then Michael Essien like interrupted in the middle and was like, he's not laughing all the time. He's just got messed up teeth that's what he said he was saying it looks like he's laughing all the time or smiling but he's not because he just can't close his mouth so his mouth is always open i was like that's so mean to say but they all laughed about it and they thought it was funny i think obviously they're friends um so it wasn't a thing but yeah that was michael essien's response to that story so he's not happy he's just got a big set of gnashes yeah that's what he's saying yeah he's not always laughing it's just that he can't not laugh god that would be annoying if you were actually pissed off wouldn't it yeah (laughs) 
kind of bullying from Michael Hesse. I wonder there. if that's real. No, they got Surely to be not. Oh, wow. Last one. The last one. Oh, man. Coolest place you've ever traveled. What a way to finish this. Man, this was a planted question at the very bottom. <laughs> Coolest place you've ever traveled. I've ever gone, ever. Not to be biased, but I love Asia. Okay. Because it's like the most... <laughs> Why is that biased? Family are from there. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most alien place, I guess, I've ever been to like the Western world. Like the most bizarre place in comparison. Okay. Elaborate. So I guess out of all the places, Korea was amazing. Yeah. South Korea was amazing. Um, but what about it makes it alien? Okay, so I went to this spa in Korea. Right? <laughs> you had a story already. On the first it. day. Just waiting for me to ask. <laughs> Ten hour flight. Got a bit boozy on the flight. Landed. Nowhere to go because it's too like early. It's not even 2 p.m. We can't even check into the hotel yet, so we have to go somewhere. What should we do? What's open? Where can we chill? Because we're kind of tired but a little bit drunk. Let's go to the spa. So I went to the spa. You get given these like... Uh, what can only be described as pajamas for adults with like a big dragon on the front. So I'm already looking the pot. And then you get taken around. First room we walk into is this massive room of just like heated floors and people are just asleep everywhere on the floor. Then on the floor. On the floor, just on the floor, just chilling. Just moms, dads, teenagers, kids, just chilling on the floor. Like asleep. what like a like a visual of like Game of Thrones when people walk through like an old something. Yeah. And just, it's just people just laid on the floor. sprawled out just on the floor. Just sprawled out on the floor, just okay. chilling. And then the next room you walk into, so they're all kind of connected, is like this room with a pyramid in it and a igloo and one room's hot rock one room's cold and then the next room's like an arcade but you're still in spa stuff like an arcade like yes that's so yeah. great and then someone walk past you and they're just like eating a boiled egg imagine the, the the competition there right if they're all that way and somebody's like well how are we going to be different than the next spa <laughs> they're like that's well they saying. have hot and cold too so let's add an arcade and they got me wearing this like towel hat that looked like princess leia yeah. like you had this thing on your head like this it's a good look i don't know if they were taking the piss to be honest. <laughs> they were like taking pictures when you go through and they're like oh we got another set of tourists and i got this mas- on the wall i get you get this like you get a massage and it's basically they're just like this old lady like beating you up who's like half naked <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. bizarre it wasn't a dream this actually happened physically therapeutic but mentally traumatizing slightly yeah, yeah. but an experience did you, did you come out Better on the end? Did you feel better after? Uh, definitely more sober, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that's, that's that, that'll happen to you. Um, shoot, I think that's all the questions we have. Yeah, that's it. If we have any unanswered ones, I'm sure we'll be getting those covered over the next five weeks. Yeah. And hopefully they got to know us a little bit now, right? I but, think so. uh, there'll be plenty more. And we hope that you guys will join us as we take a deep dive into all the action of this year's Women's World Cup, which starts in a few days time. And make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And join in the conversation online as well using the hashtag Copa90Icons. Thank you, everyone. This has been Football Inside Out by Copa90. This is a We Are Great production for Copa90. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.